Welcome, Abundant Babe. I have been waiting for you. And I get the feeling I know you pretty well already. Because like me, you are the visionary, the eternal optimist, the one who embraces all aspects of her divine feminine while being grounded with ambitious and driven energy. You've got big dreams and you're ready to make it all happen. Well, let me tell you, soul sister, you've come to the right place. The Abundant Babe podcast is designed for goddesses just like you. We will talk about purposeful business, personal growth, mindset, money, manifestation, success, goals, all with a splash of spirituality and a tad of silliness. I know you've got it in you and now is the time, beautiful. Trust in yourself and take action on what myself and other abundant babes share in the sacred space. And believe me, babe, your life will continue to change and expand. I'm your host, Viola Hug, multi-passionate entrepreneur, mentor, and coach. And my purpose is to help visionaries manifest everything they want through alignment, spirituality, and tangible strategy. It is so great to have you here. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to the Abundant Babes podcast. This is your host, Viola Hug, and I'm so stoked to have you here listening to this episode because it is actually going to blow your mind. I am interviewing my coach, the incredible Melanie Ann Layer, and as soon as we get into the recording of the episode, I'm going to do more of a fun introduction with her and she's going to tell her story. But just so you get an understanding of who Melanie Ann Layer actually is, she is the creator of the Alpha Femme brand. You can find her on Instagram at Alpha Femme Official as well. And she coaches women in three distinct areas, which are relationships, mindset, and money, which she's kind of coined the trifecta coaching. So she's also a self-made millionaire and her business generates multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars every single month. She runs live online programs, high-level masterminds, and takes a select group of 101 clients. Whoop, whoop, me being one of them. (laughs) Melanie and her fiance, Kevin, who's also amazing. And if you didn't know, he's actually my husband's coach as well, which is super fun. They're digital nomads and they're completely location independent and travel the world together, coaching men and women on the next levels of leadership, love, and wealth. The tagline for the Alpha Femme brand is she who leads herself, which we're going to talk more about in this episode as well. And this is exactly what Melanie exemplifies in her life and her in her teachings. Her clients are thriving like me as well as everyone else because they embody the same standard of radical self-ownership and begin to transform at an exponential speed. Melanie is such a captivating speaker. She moves people with her magnetic ways and she speaks in a very unique way that truly sets her apart. Even if you've never heard of her or you've heard something that she speaks of before, it will land in the most inspiring way with so much clarity when it comes through her filters. So I am so excited to get into today's episode with Melanie Ann Layer. I have the biggest smile on my face because I think my biggest obsession ever is joining us on the podcast today. (laughs) And you guys have heard me rave about this woman so many times. She was actually one of my first interviews on the Abundant Bakes podcast, episode four. And at the time, it was just like a dream to be connected with her. And I'm so grateful that I've been able to spend the past nine months with her every single week. Because today on the podcast, we have Melanie Ann Layer, who is my coach. Say hi, Melanie. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy. Oh my gosh, I'm beyond happy. And for those of you who don't know Melanie, you like need to get in her vibe because the world just becomes so much better when she's in your life. Um, she is, uh, she has probably one of the most inspiring stories ever. Like we'll talk about that a little bit more as well, but she is a self-made multi-millionaire. And I've literally witnessed this, by the way, like over the past year and a half, like she hit her first million dollars in 2018. This year, she's already like surpassed a million and like doing incredible things. It's just the most awesome thing ever. But she is, um, she's a coach. She does uh, business coaching, but also it's like kind of more of this trifecta that she talks about, which is her alpha femme brand, which is around like relationships, mindset, and money. And she's so fun. She's mind-blowing like every time you're in conversation with her you're like my life has just changed (laughs) so I'm so excited for this conversation I'm so happy you're here Melanie 
Okay, I am so happy to be here. And now my face is about to erupt. Like, the, you're so nice to me. <laughs> I'm so happy. Thank you, Viola. Thank you. Oh, I'm so happy too. Well, why don't you share kind of like a little bit more of a personal introduction? Because I feel like um, one of the things that I love about you as well is that you're so personable. Like, when people know you and they're connected with you, it, it doesn't feel like... Um, I mean, I mean, you always make people feel so comfortable and I feel like you can really relate to people at so many different levels. And I think that does come from your story. Um, and like when you hear a self-made multimillionaire, you're like, oh my goodness, that seems like so crazy. But then I feel like when you tell your story, you're just like, oh my gosh, you're amazing. Like I get it now. Like, so I'd love you to share your kind of personal side perspective. Oh my gosh. I mean, even when someone says that, even when I hear that I'm a self-made multimillionaire, I'm like, how <laughs> it doesn't make sense it's the craziest thing it's like you know you think you're gonna work on something so hard and all of a sudden you're gonna get it and you're just gonna step right into it like of course I am but I still get these moments sometimes like I'm rich how the heck did that happen because it's not it hasn't been this way in my life and in episode four with our the podcast I know I went really deep into the beginning of the story because I actually lost everything when I was 25 and went bankrupt. And like, it was the apocalypse in my life. And this was just six years ago. And it was just like the scariest part, the scariest time of my life. I had no idea how I was ever going to recover, even to be a normal human being, never in my wildest dreams that I think I was going to catapult this far forward. But I think what I want to address with you today to just not tell the same story again. And if you want to know, like from burn out to, to now, like from, you know, bankrupt to at least the beginning part. If you want to go and listen to episode four, you'll get more of my beginning, beginning. Mm -hmm. But what's really interesting is how I got to here. So when I first started my business, I was completely invisible. So I didn't want to show my face. I didn't want people to know who I was. I felt ashamed. I thought I was too young to be successful. I figured if people knew how old I was, they wouldn't want to pay me. And I was living in my car. So obviously I wasn't feeling really sharp about myself at the time. Mm -hmm. So it was just, I called myself the invisible coach and it was like a hitch. Have you ever seen hitch? The movie hitch was kind of an underground little thing like that. So it was, you know, referral only. And anyone who referred me received 20% commission on the connection that I was charging a hundred dollars Canadian an hour. Mm -hmm. And it was like the craziest thing to start watching that work, but it was a very slow evolution. It didn't start where I was successful right away. It was like one tiny little success at a time and one yes at a time and one client at a time but it started getting exponential and what happened is you know one person that I got connected with would connect me to three people and then those three people each connected me to a couple of people and next thing I built this underground network where people were just wanting to pay me and I was like this this works <laughs> and I, I started my first year where I was coaching I started in the front seat of my Honda Civic and I made $100,000 that year, but I wasn't living anywhere. I'd lost my house. I'd lost everything. What happened is I just kind of started traveling and started staying in hotels. And then I would upgrade the quality of the hotel. And then eventually I started traveling and being like, hey, I, as long as I have a cell phone connection, I can travel anywhere. So why not just travel anywhere? You know, so then started traveling and really getting the travel bug. And what happened is eventually I met two girls. And these two girls were working in a company that I was supposed to be like a personal development mentor for inside the company. And I met them in person and we went on this hike one morning and I told them about what I did. And they were both like, what is this? And they were both my first in-person clients. Mm -hmm. And I fell in love with knowing my clients and I just really enjoyed it. So I become I became a coach that was super hands-on and my clients became so important to me. Honestly, it was, it was like my personal life disappeared and my clients took priority over everything. And it was almost hard to grow the business because each client took so much space. Mm. I didn't use social media at all. It was all in person, mm -hmm. still referrals. And I capped out because it's like, how big can you get when you're doing in person and your time is crunch? I wasn't doing any group programs. I wasn't doing any of that. So my business evolved again when I took it on Facebook and I started doing Facebook lives and I started doing Facebook lives and they really started 
working for me and people started following me and I had people curious about what it was like to work with me. But what I was being met with was people weren't ready to invest one-on-one. Mm-hmm. They wanted to know how they could get started with something else. I started creating small programs and masterminds, which I was not great at selling at first. I had no clue what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So I had tiny little programs and tiny little masterminds until something happened two years ago where I launched my Alpha Femme brand. Mm-hmm. And I opened my Alpha Femme group on August 11th, two years ago. Mm-hmm. If you can believe that, like two years ago, I just like the success that has happened in the last two years blows me away. Yeah, I started following you, um, I think, July of that year. So it was just like shortly after I started following you, you launched that group. And I remember exactly where I was when you launched it because I was like, I have never seen a person launch a group like this before. And I was like blown away. I was like, what is this? Honestly, I don't even understand how on earth this happened in in my Mm -hmm. life because I just went with my intuition. I went with like, well, who would I want to follow? Who would I want to would I admire? What would I, what is missing for me in the industry? What kind of coach is missing for me in the industry? Mm -hmm. And I just kind of created this way. And Mm -hmm. it was honestly just the way of the people. I, all I cared about was the relationships and I started being really hands-on. I didn't do any automation. I didn't have an email list. I didn't do a funnel. I didn't have a website. I didn't do anything. All I did was I connected with people. And I showed up for Facebook lives. I did a 365 day Facebook live challenge. I did the lives in my group. I, I knew the people that were on my lives. I, I took the time to talk to people. Mm-hmm. And within a, this fast, my company had scaled to a million. And it just, again, exponential because then people would love what I was doing and they would share me and they would share me and they would share me. And I, it, just, it just grew so fast. I could not believe it. And this year it's been even faster than last year. And I've been taking my clients with me. My clients are celebrating milestones that are blowing my mind. They're collapsing time even faster than I did, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Viola. And <laughs> like just having results that I'm, I just, I'm so impressed with my clients. I'm so impressed with myself. I find it so fun to know like the people I've been working with, we've evolved together during the last couple of years and we've seen it. Like you said at the beginning, like I've seen the evolution. It happened so fast, but it happened so clearly. Mm-hmm. So I started from coaching the front seat of my car to traveling the world in luxury, all the things and having the kind of life that I never would have thought I could have had. And honestly, I still don't understand exactly quite exactly how <laughs> it's just very intense, but I'm very happy. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I feel like, uh, one of the things like, firstly, it just excites me as well hearing this part of your story because it's so easy to assume that it's just you've always been so good at sales and just your programs have a hundred people in them just effortlessly and whatever, which by the way, guys, her programs do. And um, but then it's like hearing you say that when you first started, you're like, I didn't know what I was doing with group programs. I only was running really small programs. And I remember recently you said as well, your first program that you had or mastermind had three people in it, one of them being your fiance. <laughs> And my fiance, one of my one-on-one clients and one person, Tina, (laughs) like there's three of us to this mastermind. (laughs) Yeah. And that's amazing. Um, and so cool to hear that transition. And then, um, the word that you said before, which is like a concept I'm like totally obsessing with because I feel like I'm fully understanding it for the first time in practice, like really understanding it in practice. Um, because I think that's a thing. And I love that this is something you teach, which is what I teach as well, which is really, it's like not really just about what you're learning. It's really about what you're integrating and applying and embodying, because that's when you really know, you know, something like before then you don't really know it. You've just heard about it. And, um, you said this concept of collapsing time and I would love for you to maybe share a little bit about what collapsing time means, what that is. And yeah, and maybe we can start a conversation around that. Yes, absolutely. So first thing, time is one of the top reasons people quit, people fail, people procrastinate, people say that they can't do something like time is number one on the radar of things of reason, time and money. Mm -hmm. And when we imagine we can't do something very often, it's directly related to how much time we imagine it will take and how much time we imagine we have. So because time is such a boxed concept Mm -hmm. that we imagine to be true, what I help my clients do is create results 
independent of time. And what that means is if you, if you're listening and you're an entrepreneur and you've ever done this thing where you've said like, I want to hit 20 K before the end of the month. And as you said that your mind was like, impossible. Like Mm -hmm. there's no way it's not happening. You've never hit 20 K in a month before. That's only 30 days. You'd have to hit X many things a day. You have to do this. It's impossible. And you just sell yourself out of the idea. Mm-hmm. So collapsing time is about instead of focusing on the money aspect, that's another energetic block. We focus on the amount that we know we're capable of mm-hmm. because there's always an amount, you know, you're capable of. So what's the typical amount that it wouldn't really shock you to hit because you know, you can hit it. So often that number is, uh, is not utilized properly. We, yeah. we don't feel gra- gratitude for that number. We feel resentment. We feel fear that we're not going to get past that. We feel like it's not enough. And this is where we start messing up the manifestation process. So collapsing time is using manifestation to speed up the results regardless of time. So if I'm making $1,000 a month and I really wish I was making 10 and I'm extraordinarily angry at the fact that I'm only making $1,000 a month and it's not enough and I'm mad at my $1,000, the energy I'm pulling in around money is lack, not enough, which as we know in manifestation just doesn't work. Mm -hmm. But if I'm grateful, and I know this is such a typical concept, like be grateful for what you have, but collapsing time starts with being grateful because when I'm blown away with my capacity to make $1,000, what happens is I start being able to make $1,000 faster. So instead of making $1,000 in a month, maybe next month I make $1,000 in three weeks. And the month after that, maybe I make $1,000 in two weeks. And the month after that, maybe I make $1,000 in one week. And then after that, maybe I make $1,000 in a day. And $1,000 a day is $365,000 a year. So instead of being angry at 1000 you want to elevate your vibe around 1000 so much that you're able to pull it in at, a, at, at super speed, at hyper speed. Yeah. And that's a collapsing time. Yeah, and that's such a perfect explanation. And as you're talking, I was realizing as well, like a lot of the my listeners know about the concept that I teach called the abundance vortex, which is essentially the same thing. It's like once you're in the, the vortex and it's like you're feeling the vibe and you're I'm tapping into the right emotions and you're in the trust of it happening, then um, the results that you have speed up, right? Yes, so absolutely, cool. 100%. I love it. And yeah, this is like what's been blowing my mind because I've always heard that concept. And I know like even early on for me, it was like, I heard people's cycles like this and I was like, I want that too. And it was like, oh, to make in a month what you used to make in a year or to make in a a week what you used to make in a year or then a day. And I remember I set a goal. I was like, okay, my first goal is to make what I used to make in a year, in a month. And I hit that like two months ago, Ah! which is so crazy. I know. And then um, the craziest thing is, is that um, this month I've nearly hit that and we're like seven days into the month. <laughs> it's so good. I know. I, honestly, I just have so much fun watching you do the thing because, you know, there's a lot, there's different kinds of people in the world. And one of the most typical things that are difficult to break is people often prefer to be right over even being happy. It's like safer to know that you're right. And I'll tell this information, I'll teach someone something. And the first thing they want to do is disprove what I've said, because if it's true, then they've suffered for nothing. And they want to explain to me that their case isn't real or isn't true because of this and that. And you are one of those people that listens with such intention and I've seen you do things at a speed that is honestly unreasonable. Like the, the, the amount of growth you've had in such a short period of time, even with having habits before, because some people start fresh, you know, you just tell them something and they're like, okay, they have no reason not to believe, but you had done different things. You tried different paths. And then when we started together, usually it takes a lot to break those walls down. It barely took a thing with you. You were just like, okay, I'm ready. What is it? Let's go. And it's just been such a cool thing to celebrate. I feel like we celebrate all the time. Yeah. It's like all, all I do is send you little excited emojis. It's like yeah. part of my daily routine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this is the thing though, about like um, time. And I love, um, I love this whole concept of time because it is so interesting. And I, feel like for me anyway, it was one of the hardest things to wrap my head around. Like I really wanted to believe it, but actually wrapping, wrapping my head around it in real time of like how time is really just like 
our own thing. And I remember I read this book um, early on in my entrepreneurial journey called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, which is still one of my favorite books. And in there, he talks about the concept of um, Einstein time. And his whole concept is like, you can stretch time. Like if you need more time, you just make more time. And when I first read it, I was like, huh, what? What does that mean? But then when I also started applying it, I started noticing how if I applied that mindset and stuff that he teaches, suddenly an appointment that I would have been sure to be late for, suddenly I'm on time or the other person's late and I'm still there before them or whatever, you know, like different things like that would happen. And I was like, this is so interesting. And um, when you were just saying it's taken no time at all, like when I look past at the journey, like when I think we've been working together for nine months, when I think I started my coaching business a year and a half ago, even when like you tell your story of like how you hit a million dollars and you're in your sixth year of business, it's like, if I when I was at the start and I would have said to myself like, okay, in a year and a half, you'll be like blowing your mind with the money you're making. It would have been like, oh my God, another year and a half. Like I feel so far away. And it's like, I'm sure if you heard at the start of your journey, like, oh, in six years, you'll be a millionaire. It's like, yeah, it'd have been like, what? Six years? No, yeah. now. It's like, can I have it now? And it's so funny because even though it's like, yeah, of course I'd be grateful if in six years I was a millionaire. And of course, blah, blah, blah it's still like we have this like want and need for things that when we're looking forward, time feels like it's so long. But then when you look back in hindsight, you're like, oh, that was fast. So this is actually a very big part of what I have noticed is that people desire more than anything in the world to have the results that they want right now. And I was one of those people. And I remember starting my coaching business like wanting to be a millionaire and wanting to be a millionaire right now and ready. I'm ready. I want, I want to be rich. I want to be rich now. And the fact is if I were to have been given what I've got now, six years ago, I think I would have dropped it because I didn't know how to handle even difficult clients or people who quit and don't have integrity with their payments or people who, you know, people who say they're in for the long run and then pull the plug because something's inconvenient and they feel bad about themselves and they disappear. I, I wouldn't have known how to handle that. Or if something shiny comes along and someone's like, you know what, I'm going to try this thing instead, even though I committed to X amount of months, I'm going to go try this instead. Like I've had to handle so many things along the journey in the beginning that were like, ow, 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 like this hurts. And it crafted me into a much more eloquent speaker, a much more capable leader, someone who's able to hold containers that really have boundaries and that really says to people, like, if you're in this, like, we're going to do it, but you've got to be in it and have the confidence to have a conversation with someone who's doing something that doesn't work or letting someone go that I realize I'm not in alignment with and not keep them around just for the money. Energetically, what it takes to run a business that hits a million dollars by myself, because I had no assistant, no sales funnel, no marketing team, no nothing, like just me, just me. And it was such an incredible journey to realize what it actually takes. And I think there's a reason sometimes we don't receive the thing we want right now. Like we don't receive the thing we want right now because right now we drop it and we get crafted into the person that we need to become or else how great would it be? Every, it'd be Porsches flying through the air and hunks on every corner of the street with bouquets of flowers ready. You know, everybody would just be manifesting what they wanted. Million dollars being won every minute of every day. But it doesn't work like that. It works on alignment. So our job is just to align to our desires. And eventually it does come. And when it comes, it's so clear why it didn't come sooner. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And it's like, um, it's such a funny concept to get your head around, I think, especially when you're in the moment. Because I remember when I was also in my real bad financial times and everything, it was just like so annoying hearing that. I was just like, ugh. Like, but I'm ready universe. Just give me all my lessons this week and then I'll be in alignment and we can have it. But it's so funny because like the amount of gratitude and the way that I feel, not just about money, but everything about my clients, about my business, the way I see life. Like even when I just like look outside my window and the, the feeling I have inside me, I feel like it's so much more profound because of everything that I've went through. And, um, and that I've learned, right. It's like, you really just feel like you've earned it and it feels so much sweeter. 100%. And you know what, there's something that I, that changed this for me and maybe it'll, it'll help any of the listeners that are listening. Mm -hmm. I had a shift where I realized that what I was really committed to was wealth over a lifetime, limitless wealth over a lifetime. 
I wasn't, yes, I wanted to be rich and that was going to be fun to be rich. But the fact was I wanted limitless wealth over a lifetime. I wanted to be able to make money today, tomorrow. I wanted it to grow exponentially. I wanted it to be more and more and more every day. I wanted it to last all my life. I wasn't really interested in a one hit wonder or, you know, 1 million and then I crash and burn. Like that's not what I wanted. And so often when we're dreaming and wishing and wanting, we're doing that. But what we want is we're not really planning for, you know, world domination or, or growth over time. We're just thinking this one goal. I want to see this $10,000 in my account right now. I want to see. So when you tap into this limitless wealth over a lifetime, when you tap into this, I can have anything. Eventually, you take the pressure away. Like a good example I have is I ask people, do you believe you can make $100,000 in your whole life? People are like, well, of course I can make $100,000 in my whole life. And I'm like, do you believe you can make $100,000 in 10 years? And they're like, of course, I'm going to make $100,000 in 10 years. What about in one year? No. And it's like, why would you, why would you force yourself to believe something and try with all your might to imagine what you'll wear and what you'll eat when you're making $100,000 a year, when you can just focus on $100,000 a year over a lifetime and collapse time. Because you believe you can do it eventually. It's if you remove the time equation that things start to collapse. And that's the magic is being able to say, I want it and I will have it. And my only job is to have it come sooner by doing whatever it takes and looking at what works, what doesn't work, what I need to do differently being objective, you know, being a realist about what's working and what's not working and not going down a dark hole, whatever I fail something and not taking success for granted just because I succeeded, like celebrate what works, look at what doesn't work, decide what you're going to shift and build wealth that, that works over time. And it collapsed time a lot faster in my life and my client's life as well for that matter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so true. I love that concept because also like what you just said as well as like, um, like looking at what works and what doesn't work, because I think this is the biggest thing because like in, from my own experience, witnessing how I've been in the past at times, but also like what I witnessed with clients is this concept where it's like, uh, uh, a launch doesn't work or they don't hit their income goal for the month that they really desired or whatever. Like something happens and they feel this level of disappointment. And it's like, um, sometimes that disappointment is so real that it's like, I'm just not cut out for this. I can't do it. But if you were to imagine that that was just like a slice of what was possible for you in the whole future, like the example that I can give you from me personally, and this is all while I've been working with you. So with you coaching you through this, was like when I launched Soulful Business Academy for the first time, which is like the first program I designed after working with you, which is like my baby. Like I freaking love that program. And um, that like my goal, I, I like didn't really know what I was doing with setting goals for programs, but I, for some reason I had the number 30 in my head. I was like, I just want 30 people in my program. And then the first launch, I was still so stoked, but I think I had like maybe 10 people sign up. And I was super happy with it. But a part of me was also just like, but I really wanted 30. I don't even know why I wanted 30. Like looking back, I'm like, that was so meaningless. Like it didn't mean anything, but at the time it felt really important. And then anyway, I just had like the best program ever. I gave my all, everyone loved it. I got incredible testimonials. Quite a few of them turned into one-on-one clients. And then I launched the program again. And then I had another group of people join me. And then I just launched the program again. And I had another group of people join me. And now in between the three rounds that I've run and the people that are pre-registered for my um, round in September, I've had 30 people do my program. Yes. Yes. That's exactly it. Like, and then eventually the 30 will collapse and become faster and faster and faster to hit. So this is where, and I'm so sorry for this noise, by the way, uh, can you hear what's happening behind me? Is it very loud or? There's a bad? little bit of feedback, but it's okay. I can still I'm hear so you. I'm so sorry. Okay, good. So what I found that really truly blew me away is that in, let's say someone who makes $50,000 a year at a job, it would take them 20 years to make a million dollars. So everyone in this lifetime can make a million dollars in a lifetime, everybody. And when you focus on the one launch that didn't work and you say, is it really true that that one launch that didn't really work 
is going to make it impossible for me to make a million dollars in a lifetime. No. So if one launch that didn't work doesn't make it impossible to make a million dollars over a lifetime, it makes it not impossible to make a million dollars in 10 years. And it makes it not impossible to make a million dollars in one year. Because the bottom line is we're learning lessons. And the fastest way to change is to move. You will never learn as much in thought as you will in action. Because the lessons that you learn, you then know them. You know, we talked at the beginning about what, there's a thing that you've heard and there's a things that you know. Mm -hmm. So you read something in a book, you've heard it. You live it in your life, you know it. And I think coaching is such a beautiful balance from that because you're usually learning from someone who knows. Mm -hmm. So it's like almost like a parent who's like, learn from my mistakes, you know? Mm -hmm. And when you're paying for it, you actually do learn from their mistakes. So you can either yeah. learn the hard way, the long way. You can learn the way you've been learning a lot. And you've had, obviously you've had your own life stuff, but like being willing to listen and learn and then collapse time around what you're doing. And you do a mix of both. Some things in your life work, some things don't. The stories are worth everything. Then you get to associate with your clients and be like, I know what it feels like to not nail the first launch the way you thought it would. But guess what? There will be that many people that sign up. You're just not in control over how many, how fast right now. But that will change as you become stronger and as your audience becomes stronger and as your vibe gets stronger and as your manifestation powers get stronger and as you let go of your beliefs around time and money. Then, then things are going to change. So it's all temporary. Even the good stuff is temporary. So I've got to be so grateful for it. But it's all temporary. Everything's moving all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that um, that concept that you were saying of um, you have to be moving to grow. I think that's so so important too. And the thing that comes to mind is what you said before as well about like look, looking back on things on um, in hindsight as well. Because I actually forgot to make this point before as well. But it's like. Um, if you're always just moving and this is like, I'm talking from like an ex hustle or holic person, like where I, my default, um, which is like totally against my human design. Melanie is also super into human design, which is cool. Um, but it's totally against my human design to always just be in the doing and the doing and the doing. But what I learned, like my kind of like, um, behavior was that if something wasn't working, I would stress out and be like, what else can I do? And I would like try to message people. I would like do anything because I thought I had to be doing, doing, doing. But actually there's so much beauty in what, if you actually just like look back on what you're doing and you learn the lessons from the things that you've done and ask yourself like in hindsight, like what am I learning? What can I adjust? And you're consistently asking yourself those questions and try not to get overly emotional about things because it's like, and I know this is like a huge part of your trifecta is the emotional intelligence Mm. which is like, yeah, it's like, yeah, sure. That didn't pan out exactly like as your top goal would have been for this. But at the same time, it's like, if you're thinking of limitless wealth over a lifetime, like you said, then it's like, well, it doesn't really matter. It just means you just have to keep refining it. And so do you, do you have anything to say on that around like um, handling your emotions around um, your goals and like learning from them and everything like that? So this is actually, in my opinion, so the trifecta you keep talking about is like the boss, the badass and the goddess. Mm -hmm. And the goddess is the part of me that I came in last in my life. I didn't know of her. I knew about the boss. The boss is the one that manages the money. I knew about the badass. That's the one that usually hustles and tries to get things done or doesn't and is always procrastinating when they're out of power. Mm -hmm. But the goddess is a part that I just wasn't very familiar with. I've always been, you know, if I think of who I was before the dark night of the soul six years ago, I was just bossy, just bossy. There was nothing else to me. That's all there was. Like there was no, no ability to receive things. Um, I, I would literally order my boyfriends around like they worked for me. There was no, there was no gratitude. I, I was not soft. I was just trying to control things all the time. And when softness came out, it came out in an overwhelming gush of, I can't handle my feelings. And it's been such, it, even the first time I heard the word goddess, I, I like, what a goddess? Like, what's that? Like, work, walk barefoot with no makeup and no bra? Like, what's a goddess? Mm -hmm. um, but the more I kind of looked into that type of identity, what I realized is that the goddess is the one who handles her emotions. She's the one who's capable in a moment of absolute rock and roll, like life's falling apart. There's a storm. 
She can breathe and she can actually be calm in the eye of a storm. She can actually continue when things aren't going well. She can actually make a decision based on her desires, even when she's in fear. She's able to receive, even if it makes her uncomfortable, she's able to see the beauty in things, even when things are falling apart. And it's a piece of the puzzle for me that was dramatically missing. And when I created Alpha Femme, the idea behind Alpha Femme is that the woman who leads herself, she who leads herself, because when you lead you and people like where you're going, they follow. You don't need to push. You don't need to hustle. You don't need to beg. You don't even need to sell. If you go places, people want to go, they will just follow. And the idea is that the base of the triangle, because it's a trifecta, it's a triangle logo. The base of the trifecta is the goddess. She holds everything together. Without the emotional intelligence, you don't do the things you're supposed to do and your badass goes down the drain. Without the emotional intelligence, when something goes wrong around money and your launch doesn't go as planned, it goes down the drain. Everything goes down the drain. Because the biggest thing for women is we have this underlying fear of disappointment. And it usually comes from a very young age, being, disappointment, be, being disappointed by promises that don't happen, by birthday presents and Christmas presents we don't get, by finding out Santa Claus doesn't exist, by so many little things, by friends moving on to different friends, by not being part of the cool gang, by not being picked by the guy we like and him falling with someone else. There's so many times that women experience disappointment that we create shields in order not to feel that anymore. And a life of everything we've ever wanted feels so great. And it's such an easy thing to desire. The flip side of that, if it doesn't work, is like stereo sound disappointment. Like the heightened, most heightened disappointment you could ever possibly feel is the side effect of not achieving the goal. So no matter how much we want it, that little voice that tries to protect us from being disappointed tends to come in and just be like, well, it looks like nobody's going to buy the program, take it off the shelf, cancel the launch. Uh, it looks like only one person's going to join your mastermind, cancel the mastermind, don't do it. Uh, it looks like this person is going to quit her coaching, so just fire her. Uh, it looks like this guy is going to break up with you, just break up with him. Uh, it looks like this is going to happen. So when we're able to sit with our emotions, handle our failure, and understand our strength as a woman, that if disappointment comes, we can take it, it changes everything. So emotional intelligence for me has been the key to growing my, my business because so many times if I had chosen making sure I'm not disappointed over giving it a shot, I would not be sitting here right now. Mm. Oh my gosh. What do you even say after that? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's so good. I love it. And I feel like like you said, like the goddess was the last part that came through for you. I do feel like this is the missing link for most people because it's so interesting because so much of that, um, of the, the side of the goddess of like dealing with your emotions and everything is kind of like shunned a lot, you know, like mm -hmm. if you're like a little baby girl, if you cry and it's like, you know, it's not, you don't have power if you're in your emotions and all those kinds of things. But really when we know how to handle our emotions, because we're tapped into our emotions then it's like this whole new world because suddenly something that's perceived as a weakness and has been a weakness for us because we've been like kind of in this avoidance of the energy, it suddenly becomes our greatest power and how we actually fuel and like exponentially expand in every other area of our life. And I think that's so powerful. That is awesome. And you know, the bottom line is it's the three most powerful charges, sex, money, power in your life. Like, and the goddess is also like your sex, your ability to be sexually active and not, and not be as scared and afraid of being disappointed, of being ashamed, of being all these emotions, being completely open in that area and being like, this is okay. Because this is a huge part as well for a lot of women. Like they're excited. They can talk about building money and they can talk about mindset. But when it comes to like being intimate in their real relationships, everything starts to break down. So the goddess is also this woman who accepts pleasure in her life and is able to really live for her because a lot of the, the badass and the boss energy tends to be like doing things for other people, you know, try, and hustling and making sure that you answer every single message, you do every single thing. Cause if you miss one single thing, the whole thing could go down the drain and you're going to lose a client. If you don't do exactly what they say, if you don't give them the extension on the payment, or if you don't do this. So without the goddess's emotional intelligence, 
you don't do things for yourself. And it's a very empty life to always only do things for everybody else. And this is something I did for years, finding my satisfaction in life only in what I could do for other people. So then money is the boss, you know, and so often if we've got parents who are like, don't speak about how much money we make and never say how much money we make. And, mm-hmm. you know, we are going bankrupt, but don't tell anybody, or we must never talk about credit card debt, or we must never talk about, and we grow up such, so afraid of what it means to be anything in money, mm-hmm. whether we're poor or rich. It's like, I don't know what to do about this information. Like I feel really <laughs> scared about whatever it is. So being empowered with money and then the, the boss or the badass, which is your power, mm-hmm. your, your integrity, your word is law. When you say you're going to do something, it happens. Your word, your word is worth more than your signature. That's the power of a woman. When you speak and the whole world doesn't doubt, that is power. So mm-hmm. sex money power is like what really governs and rules us from the inside. It's such a powerful place to reside in. And that for me is the trifecta at the same time. Like it's what you get from each part. And I've seen my clients, you know, they, they'll hire me because they want to be amazing in business. But next thing you know, like everything's skyrocketing to the next level and their relationships are better. And because when you, when you start one thing, how you do one thing is how you do most things. So everything starts to ripple and expand and exponentially shift and change. And I've seen this happen over and over and over again. So when you can be brave in one area, that area tends to rub off on the other areas. But when you're terrified in one area and you let that win, that rubs off on other areas. So it's just about really embracing as much of yourself as you can and noticing when something isn't working, having the support, having someone that can see you from an outside perspective and being like, let's look at this thing that you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, that really gives everything the like, next level availability. Because if you're always just going based on what you know and what you're discovering, that takes a certain amount of timing in your own life. Mm-hmm. But when someone's watching... It, it changes the game because they see something before you, it ever comes to your awareness and your willingness to look compounds the, the growth. So we get to have exponential results like, like you're having right now and your clients are having. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's so exciting. Um, yeah. Okay. Something, something you said just popped in my head and now it's popped out again. Oh, oh, well. Um, anyway, I w- like, I guess like thoughts and feedback on what you were just saying. I'm like, blown away by this concept because it's so simple, but it's also such an overlooked thing. Right. And I remember as well when I was first, like, because for me, my, my badass was like the one that I was like most strong in, I would say, you know, and it was like definitely dominating all the other areas because it was like, I didn't suffer from procrastination. I didn't suffer from like integrity. Like if I said I was going to do something, I did it. But it was like actually being able to be um, emotionally intelligent about what I was doing, knowing that I was like putting my energy in the right places. And also like the money side was a really hard part for me as well. And it was so interesting because that for me, it's like I really desired money. And I've like, uh, even when I was a kid, like I remember I would, when I was four, I'd be like, I want to be a millionaire. Like, gosh, knows where I even got that term <laughs> from. I don't even know, but it was just like something I'd always desired. And the older that I got, the more ashamed I felt that I desired that. And I thought there must be something wrong with me. Like, why would I desire money? Because, you know, like it was embarrassing to say it because everyone would rebuttal you and be like, oh, that, that money isn't everything and blah, blah, blah. And so it, it, it's so funny that it showed because as soon as I started making money, when I first started my entrepreneurial journey, I like completely self-sabotaged myself because it wasn't safe for me to have money with all of these limiting beliefs that I had around money. And um, then, yeah, I really developed that. And recently I've been having this like real feeling around money where it's like um, money, it's like when you earn money, like firstly, I think if, if, it's really only about the money because people say like, Oh, I don't want to set this like financial goal because then I don't want to be all about the money and I don't want to be like whatever. And it's like, but if you, your goal was to make the money, no matter what it took to make it in terms of like, I would rip people off. I would sell shady shit. Like I would just do all of this stuff. That's not actually um, in alignment with my integrity and my values and all that stuff just for the money. That's when I think it's really just for the money, like the fear that people have. But the truth is, is that the people like that are listening to this right now, you and me, like that's not our goal. We're, yes, we desire the money, but we, it's about how we make it as well. That's so Mm. important. It's because we're making it from something that we really love and we always would make our money with integrity. Otherwise, like for a lot of people, they might've um, made money quicker by, I don't know, ripping people off or doing schemes or whatever. Right. Like it's like, 
Yeah. And then that does not represent limitless wealth over a lifetime. Exactly. It represents get rich quick right now. Yeah. And then burn all your bridges and then it's a win-lose situation. And then it ends up being a lose-lose situation in the end because everyone's burnt. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it was like this concept of it's actually how we make money. If it's like how we make money is a good thing, then it's like, then desiring money isn't a bad thing. A hundred percent. And I, I believe, you know, there, this is something that I heard a lot when I've asked people like, what's the biggest money belief. And the one that I heard the most, which shocked me because I thought this was so cliche that no one would ever say this is like money is the root of all evil. Mm. And I was like, did you re do you really believe that? Like, and some people literally have heard this and they're like, well, yeah, yeah, because when you think about it, it's the money that did this and the money that did this. And I'm like, no, it's the lack of money that did that. Mm -hmm. It's the lack of money that created that. You know, there, there's so many perspectives around money that are, that are not good. Like it's better, it's much better to be able, it's much better to, to give than to receive. Mm -hmm. So there's two things about that. How are you going to give if you don't have money? Mm -hmm. So, we th you know, if we think it's so, it's so wonderful to give and it's just not worthy to receive, well, then what you're doing, number one, is how are you going to give if you have nothing to give? And second, that means that what you're doing as giving as you're causing someone to be unworthy when they receive what you give, mm -hmm. which doesn't make sense either. No. So what it really is, is it takes giving energy and receiving energy within all of us in order to create money, in order to create joy, in order to create love that it takes a giver and it takes a receiver mm -hmm. and being able to be the kind of person who's like, why not be rich? Because the truth is not, it's better to give than to receive. The truth is it's better to be in a position where you can give than to be in the position where you need to receive. Mm -hmm. I believe that I would prefer to be in a position where I can give than to be in a position where I need to receive. Mm -hmm. But that's very different than it's better to give than to receive. And in order to change the world, really, all it takes is for each person to step into their personal power, deal with their wounds and earn money. That's all it takes. If everyone could do that, we would eradicate so many problems and we could start taking care of people on a whole other level. Mm -hmm. But people are scared to desire what they desire out of fear. They're going to look away. They're not going to be looked and they're not going to be liked and then they're going to be disappointed and then it's going to feel bad. So mm -hmm. learning to be, this is what I desire and I'm proud that I desire this because I don't believe God or the universe gives us a desire without the tools to achieve it. I don't I believe that. that. I like, I, I, wait. I don't believe that either. I believe that we, we only desire things that are meant for us. And this is why some people don't desire this at all. And some people say, why would you want that? I'd way prefer to have a tiny little house, work a lot less and spend time with my family. And it's like, that's amazing. And it takes people that want this and it takes people that are like this. And it takes people that are like that. Because if we all wanted the same thing, how would the world work? We need to want different things. What we don't need is to judge each other for what, each one of us desires and mm -hmm. to not see our differences as faults, but instead seeing it as an ecosystem where we all play a different part in a whole that works. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amazing. It's so true. This has been so much fun. I feel like I want to talk to you forever. <laughs> I'll probably message you straight after this, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. Deal. <laughs> client, client coach privilege. <laughs> but, um, but if there's like, I'll get you to share like how people can connect with you and everything like that as well. So they can hop on and like, um, get, uh, locked into your content and everything like that, because you give so much value as well, uh, away for free on your page and, um, on your social media and everything. Um, but before we do that, is there anything else that's kind of on your mind that's coming through that you feel like, I feel like I really want to share this with the audience, with the abundant babes tribe. I think. What I would just like to say is that Viola is absolutely amazing, that you have a most, most, one of the most amazing leaders you could possibly wish for, that if you've been following her podcast and you've heard about her programs, buy them. They're genius. Like I watch this woman every week evolve. She is 100% in alignment with everything she teaches, and it would be an honor and a privilege for you to end up in her containers. And I feel really full to tell you that because it's not always the truth and it's not always the case. When you're listening to someone on a podcast, you don't know them, you just hear their voice. I know Viola and I, I know what she does for people. And if you've been on the fence about anything, jump, shoot the masterpiece. <laughs> Excuse me while I just cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. 
Melanie. That is so kind. And also, you're if, you're very cool, welcome. if you follow Melanie, also do all her programs. <laughs> and I mean that, like, this is the thing, like, I, I've always been someone who's desired quality. I, I don't know what it is. Like, I'm one of those people that goes into a store and I'm immediately attracted to the things that are like the, the most highest. expensive thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know what it is. I'm just like, and I can look at like a whole shelf of stuff that's everything the same. And I'm like, there's just something about this one I like. And it's the most expensive one. But it's like, it's because I feel like I've always had this sense of like really wanting quality and good things and being around really high vibe things and people. And that is why like the minute I started following you, I was like, she's going to be my coach one day. And I wanted you to be my coach for like a year, over a year, like a year and a half almost. And then I, you finally became my coach and I've done all your programs and everything about you is amazing. And I recommend you to everyone because you're awesome. I just love you so much. I can't even handle it. And this was so fun. And I'm so happy you got me on here again. And this is flew by I know. as per usual, but thank you for having me on. And this was awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much as well. So where can people connect with you if they want to follow you and like, where's the best places? So the, the best place, if you want to like know me is just my personal page on Facebook, because that's where I share all my stuff. I use it like a diary. So that's always really good, but it's good to follow my, my business page, which is Melanie and layer dash alpha femme. And then my, my group, which is alpha femme, because whenever I run master classes or, or free series, that's where I tend to run them. Mm -hmm. So it's good to have those things. And I have a beautiful Instagram page at alpha femme official. That's always full of like really deep connected, um, you know, concepts and I give a lot of value and the pictures in them are beautiful and you can get lost in the images. So mm -hmm. it's all, all the fun, all the places. Yeah. And if you didn't notice people, she still didn't mention a website like this. I don't one. have one yet. <laughs> Honestly, this woman though, but I like just, just to clarify something you said earlier as well, she built her million dollar business without a website, without an assistant, without a funnel, without Facebook ads. Like she was just, she just built I never sent an email. It was yeah. just social media yeah. and connecting with people and referrals. Yeah. I know. So if you feel like you, you're like, I don't, can't do it because I don't have this. It's like, think again, because you can build a million dollar business and beyond without that stuff. <laughs> a million percent. That's actually one of the big reasons I did it. I like had this personal mission. I was like, I am going to show everyone that you can build. A, I wanted to show people you could build a six figure business without with being invisible and I did then I wanted to show people that you could do a million without anything other than your personal power and I did so you know it's just when you have one example all of a sudden you know you can and I wanted to do that for myself and for anybody who needed to not have an excuse so hopefully it helps yeah absolutely does I personally love that stuff but I like I'm so inspired and I feel like it's just always a constant reminder whenever I'm like I feel like should I do this? I'm like, no, I don't need to. It's like, it doesn't feel fun to me or not. Like that's basically the rule. Yes. That's so good. Well, thank you again so much for being here. It's been absolutely amazing. Everyone, please go follow Melanie because she's just such a star and take a snapshot of like a screenshot of this episode, post it on Instagram and tag us. Let us know what you love most about this episode. And I'm sure both of us would love to hear from you as well. If you do want to share any aha moments or anything that you had while you were listening. Absolutely. But yes, thank you so much for being here. And Melanie, thank you again. And my pleasure. I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you.